podcast, current events, local world news, and trending. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me here, March 31st, Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. for joining me here this Wednesday, March the 31st, here on the Truckers Podcast. Now, yesterday, I was uh, talking, you know, about uh, what, what's going on here and the outbreaks in the, in the community and that... Um, That he was talking about that our premier was um, was going to be coming out and possibly um, pulling the emergency brake and um, potentially moving um, all of Ontario here into the gray lockdown. Now we've just come out of lockdown for about a month. Some areas are still in lockdown here in Ontario. Now he did go on to say that, you know, he's not afraid to do it again because he's already done it. And he also said the other day, you know, he he had warned the residents of Ontario to be prepared for another possible COVID-19 lockdown. And he said the government is considering to do it again. Now, what these changes are going to be coming tomorrow when he makes his um, his announcement. What's going to be left remain open, if anything. Because quite frankly, our cases are too high. Now, I'm sure he spent all day today with his team fo- focusing on what things are going to come about when he makes the announcement tomorrow afternoon 
You know, this man, this premier has been out every single day reminding people here in Ontario what's at risk. Everything is at risk. Now, myself being a truck driver, I was up in Toronto today and I cannot believe how much traffic is out there. The overhead signs on the highways are saying to stop the spread of COVID-19, stay home. Only go out if you need to go out. And you wonder why they have a high number of cases in Toronto, in the Peel region, and in the York region. Where are the COVID cases in Ontario? Well, all in the greater Toronto area. 785 new cases in Toronto, 433 in the Peel region, and 222 in the York region. It looked like rush hour traffic out there all day today in the greater Toronto area. And you wonder why he's out there, and you wonder why he says he's prepared to put the emergency brakes on. I'm not surprised. I'm just not. I just be, I guess I just become numb to the fact of what is going to happen and what has been happening. I worried about when I go to sleep. I worry about it when I get up. I worry about it when I'm working all day. What is this going to mean coming this Easter weekend? And obviously, I mean, just, you know, he's going to do this tomorrow because it is the Easter weekend and he is going to take every precaution and throw every wrench into it he possibly can. So you don't have these family gatherings for Easter dinner. Because like I've said before, now is not the time. And it's like health professionals are saying before, now is not the time. You know, I don't know, you know, even out West in British Columbia, up in the ski resorts. Just the other day, this one um, little resort, this restaurant, whatever. The staff threw a massive party. Loud music, no social distancing, not wearing masks. And these are kids. 20, 25 years old. Throwing this massive party. You just don't get it. 
Well, British Columbia is doing lockdowns of their own. Here in Ontario, we're doing lockdowns of our own. And Quebec, they're going to be locking down three more areas in that province. Now, like I said, it doesn't come to any, any surprise to me that, um, you know, one day he's saying that, hey, look, you know, there may be some changes coming and you better be prepared for it. Now, he hasn't elaborated on what exactly is going to take place. Because we all know what the gray lockdown is. Now, I've heard different things where retail stores will still be able to open. Um, people who still want to get out there and play golf will be able to get out there and play golf. As it goes for, like I say, retail stores, I don't know yet. I know here in the city of London, you know, we've been moved into um, the red color. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to, for what, for what I've been reading, it looks like it's going to be a modified lockdown but that so that you know it's going to be changed at any given time and that's going to run for the entire month of april now how are we dealing with this how is it affecting everybody We all have what they call COVID fatigue. This pandemic has been raging on for a year. And, you know, they keep saying like, you know, oh, we're rounding the corner, you know, we're near the end of the tunnel. I'll believe that when I see it. Now, everybody is struggling in one way or another with this pandemic. Everybody is struggling differently. And of course, this pandemic is affecting all of us on this planet, all over the world. From people who have lost their jobs to people worried about uh, their uh, sick loved ones or who are ill themselves to everyone staying home and practicing social distancing, chances are your life right now looks pretty different than it did a few weeks ago, a year ago. 
and then making up unexpected changes always come with with struggles and when you throw a global outbreak into the mix things can seem bleak you may feel like everything is taking a toll on your mental health and again you're not alone i'm feeling i'm feeling it i'm i you know i'm feeling the fatigue i worry a lot I worry about um, my family. And all the ups and downs everybody's been going through. And that's weighing on me. And it's common for people to have heightened feelings or stress or uh, anxiety during a pandemic. This can be especially true for people with existing mental health concerns. And some steps from this doctor to help manage your mental health and take care of your other, take care of others. If you think you're in a crisis, however, it's important to seek professional support or care. Filter your news consumption. It's under, it's understandable, you know, being off from work, you're glued to the TV, you're glued to social media. Everything around you is pandemic. Everything around you is, is being in lockdown, being re, in other different restrictions. And we're hearing about it all over the news. Now the World Health Organize, World Health Organization suggests minimizing your consumption of news that makes you anxious or stressed. You can also check your social media at specific times of the day instead of being constantly exposed to it. Now, people who are on medication, they also recommend as your routine may be disrupted, remember to take any medications you usually take. If you take prescription medication for mental health conditions or for any other reason, make sure you have enough. The World Health Organization recommends if you are in quarantine or self-isolation, ask someone in your network to pick it up for you, family members, friends, neighbors, to help you out, to make sure that you have your medications if you're taking prescribed medications. Pink squirrel. Oh my God, you got to call in. Yeah, you got to call. You got to click on that round circle. You got to call in. Uh, just out here, um, just mentioning um, some, some things that uh, are going to be happening very shortly here in Ontario, Canada. 
and um, being coming out of uh, of lockdown um, only for about a month, and not all Ontarians here are have come out of lockdown. And with our case counts going up, our premier is going to make an announcement tomorrow that the entire province is going into the gray lockdown, but he's gonna make some changes to that. Um, being of course, Easter weekend coming up this weekend. And now's the time for him to make this announcement because just the other day he was um, mulling around with it. And now he's going to do it. And uh, those announcements won't come until tomorrow afternoon. And then of course, I'll come back out tomorrow evening and uh, let the whole world know what just happened here in Ontario. So now being the, where we are right now, of course, in this world pandemic and how has it affected everybody and is um, affecting everybody in many different ways with our mental health. We all have COVID fatigue, anxiety, other issues. I'm struggling with it. going in and out of lockdown all the time. Worrying about my family members. I think I do more worrying about everybody else than I do more worrying about myself. And, you know, um, Monday when I usually do my Monday morning shows, you know, that was the first Monday morning show that I had missed and I really wasn't feeling up to it. I just felt there was change coming. I just felt it in the air that it was coming. Just the way things were looking. And I thought our premier is going to come out and he's going to say something. And um, he's going to announce that potentially he's going to make some changes and those changes may be coming quickly and sure enough that's what is going to happen now it may not be a total lockdown but it's going to be far more restrictive than it is right now and it's probably just one step away from a lockdown and i won't be too surprised just after easter that it may be a lockdown. And that means then all the non-essential business will have to close again. But what I think he's proposed is proposing is that he's really gonna put a limitation on how many people can be, you know, shopping in a store, you know, how many people can be in a mall at one time, how many people can be in a big box store, 
at any given time, grocery stores and so on. I think he's really going to put a limit on that. He doesn't want to go to the full-blown lockdowns that we were just coming out of. But if necessary, I mean, he's going this far. And still some, even healthcare professionals, are saying he's not going far enough. They're saying that we need to go back to a lockdown period. The entire province. Because the numbers are just out of control. Now, I was just mentioning here, you know, um, the World Health Organization. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. So I was just out here, you know, just mentioning here um, from the World Health Organization too on how to take care of your mental health amid this COVID-19 pan pandemic. Of course, we're all reeling with this in our own ways, some more than others. And of course, individuals who do have a mental illness as well. And um, the World Health Organization is saying though to, you know, filter your news consumption, um, try not to stay glued to social media or the news for a prolonged period of time. Cause I mean, we always wanna find out what's going on, you know, in our, in our, um, in our country, um, in our towns, villages, cities, in our communities. You know, like I do, because I want to bring stories to you, but, you know, I want to, you know, because a lot of the world doesn't know what's going on in Canada. So I always like to come out here and talk about that. But yes, um, during the evenings, um, even when I, even, you know, if I have a show up already and before I even start that show, I'm already looking at the media and, and the news and, and whatnot for something else. I'm fortunate that, um, I go to work every day and a lot of people are not and if they are they're not back to full time and i think about that often too you know because i have empathy and you know i worry about things like that you know for for you know people are going through financially So, and just mentioning empathy now, you know, the World Health Organization says people who respond um, with empathy to a health crisis are also more likely to increase other healthy behaviors. 
such as following recommendations to wash hands or get a vaccine if it's available, social distance, don't gather in large groups. Empathetic responding is taking the perspective of other people and being concerned about the well-being of others and not just yourself. I guess I've just been a kind of person, I guess, in my entire life that um, I would help others before I'd help myself. Going out of the way to help somebody. Whether it's family, whether it's friend, whether um, giving to um, to the community, food banks, or whatever the case may be, and sometimes just going without myself. Now, learning to take an, empath uh, an empathetic uh, approach to start with considering the perspective of others, they suggest asking yourself how might other people be feeling right now and then figuring out how you can offer supports if you're in, in the position to offer support. Helping others can increase your social connection, uh, your social connection, make you feel needed and useful, make you feel generous and add a sense of meaning to your life, according to the mental health of America. And just doing something small. You don't have to take on something large scale. Taking action, no matter how small can help you feel more in control according to the World Health Organization. Checking on your neighbors, for one, or more vulnerable people, such as seniors in your community or people who live alone, while still during the social distancing, can you offer you know, a listening ear over the phone or drop off supplies if someone needs, you know, at someone's front door. Calling family members, calling your mom and dad, your brothers, sisters, your cousins. You know, but really for the people who are, who are alone, who are elderly, um, if you can reach out to them, you know, reach out to them. The small things that we can do that we see associated with people having less anxiety, taking control of the threat and the stress that we're, that we are all experiencing. You know, more so today, 
sometimes my stress levels are okay. Sometimes they're not, you know, hearing our premier today saying that, you know, he's going to make this announcement tomorrow, you know, that, um, he's, he's putting on the emergency break. Just after a month of, you know, parts of Ontario come out of, uh, coming out of the lockdown. Now, Toronto and Mississauga and Brampton and North York, just the greater Toronto area, have been in lockdown since November the 23rd. Other areas came out of lockdown. City of London, where I reside, came out of lockdown. We went from the from the gray lockdown to um, the red restrict to the orange control back to the red restrict. And now this announcement is going to come tomorrow. And I can't wait this to uh, find out what that's going to be about. How deep of a lockdown it's going to be, that's remain to be seen. But he's doing it now because he knows coming this Easter weekend that people are going to gather and he's going to put things in place more restrictive on household gatherings than probably what we've seen already. From the outbreaks that we've had here in this city, on-campus university and off-campus university and just public transmissions It's not good. Other parts of the country, the province of Quebec, they're putting three more regions in that province into lockdown. British Columbia, out west, are going into the gray lockdown in certain areas out there because the case counts are just way too high. Now the World Health Organization also talks about scheduled time for self-care. If you're working from home, your calendar is likely full of video meetings and work deadlines and don't forget to allocate time to other parts of your daily routine too. It's important to schedule in self-care practices and strategies. And I'm literally putting them, he says he's putting them up on his Google calendar. And um, I guess that's the thing you can do too, right? Uh, how are you going to plan your whole day? And especially if you have kids at home and they have to be, um, doing online learning, which has been just 
you know, a disaster. I have two grandchildren that were doing this. And my daughter was just pulling her hair out of her head because the kids didn't want to do it. And if they did, they only did it for a short period of time. And you can only kick your feet and yell and scream at the kids for so long and finally you just have to give up. Now here in Ontario, I mean, we, we usually have our spring bait, our spring break, and it's usually in March and they would have had that already, but that was uh, postponed until after Easter. They will get that time off. They were talking about that. Maybe, you know, they were just going to keep them in school and not give them that week off. And, you know, it was frustrating for a lot of people. And, you know, back in like back in the middle of March, because people were thinking that, yeah, the March break is going to be in March. And then, you know, we've always had this travel advisory on and, and, you know, they're making these travel plans, you know, maybe take the kids skiing or, or doing something, you know, I mean, outside of the province. Yes, we, you know, here in the city, we have a, a, a great place to go skiing and, and Quebec has great places to go skiing. But the most popular places in this country is Whistler, B.C. And I'm thinking to myself, why do you want to travel anyways? This is the time where, yeah, okay, you know what? We're going to have our March break that we should have had in March. It was the time to be more creative and stay home and try to figure out other things that you can do with your kids. Traveling, whether you think you're going to travel out of the country, you're going to travel around the country, now is not the time. The other thing that the World Health Organization is talking about is reflect on your mood. As you take time to practice self-care, reflect or try to measure the impact of the activity on your mood, on your mood or well-being, becoming a bit of a scientist, where you study the connection between what you're doing and how it affects your how it affects your mood. That might be just as simple as if you do an online yoga class, or you go for a brisk walk outside for 20 minutes during your work at home day stopping afterwards and just thinking on a scale from zero to 10, where's my mood right now? You know, especially, you know, when you're got kids at home and you have to do your job at home. And just, you know, if, if, if you're not working, and, and what do you do um, 
you know, do you, do you just get outside for a little bit and go for those walks and then reflect on your, on after that walk and, and everything like that, do you reflect on your mood? Lately, you know, with the ups and downs of coming out of lockdown and going into lockdown, you know, um, my moods are, I don't know, sometimes it's just, I don't want to be bothered, you know. Some of the littlest things will just tick me off. I'll read a, I'll read a story and, you know, a big house party just got broke up and I'm already in a bad mood as it is. And then, you know, I just, I don't know. I just somehow I just bring myself out of that mood and I'm thinking, you know what? I can't control. I cannot control that I can I cannot control what other people do but we're only human and we're going to get ticked off about it because God knows we all want out of this we don't want to be going in and out of lockdowns consistently it's not good for anybody. Is it helping? I really don't know if it's helping. Seems that we come out of a lockdown, we go right back into a lockdown. Case counts come down. Premier feels good. The health, the health professionals feel good. We come out of this lockdown a month later. Oh, we got to slam the emergency brakes on again. And that's what's going to happen this weekend. They also talk about be realistic with your goals. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to achieve big goals during this time. And a lot of us, they say that we set up, you know, expectations in a way that's not compassionate or realistic. And adding that some people working at home may be taking care of their kids throughout the day. Like I said, you got work to do at home. You're, you're, or you're working for the company at home. You got your kids. Or you just got your kids in general at home. Because they can't go to school. And if you're constantly prior, uh, prioritizing your work then that can make it difficult to take care of yourself and others. And this also go, goes for parents who don't need to try to be a full-time homeschool teacher while they're also doing their own job from home. We're juggling a lot of different things right now. with our mental health, financially. The stresses that this pandemic has brought on, 
and you know, being at home, whether you have kids or not, we all have COVID fatigue, every single one of us. And tomorrow isn't going to be really, it's not going to be good news. It just isn't. And saying that, you know, I'm really preparing myself for it. Not, you know, sitting down and saying, okay, Doug, you know, this is going to hit you hard and it's going to hurt. Not in that manner, but just it's something, you know, that I have no control over it. But at least he's given us heads up, you know, because on Monday, they didn't give us a heads up here for the city of London, moving us from the orange back into the red restrict. That was sudden. But then the last, you know, yesterday and today, you know, at least he's saying, Hey, you know, we're going in the wrong direction. And if need be changes are going to come and they're going to come soon. So it kind of, kind of, you know, changes my mood a little bit. So it's not going to be um, a sudden uh, thud like it was Monday. I was kind of feeling good, you know, about things, you know, our uh, medical officer of health of the city thought he was handling things pretty well. Maybe they thought they were handling things pretty well. Either way, you know, we're, we're going to be looking at some form of a lockdown just after a month of, of coming out of one. Yes, he wants to keep people working. He doesn't want to close down the retail. You know, those businesses and the, in, in the, in the employees, you know, they, you know, and everybody, I mean, we, we, we have gone, we have gone through enough. We really have. And with the vaccines rolling out, you know, we'd like to be a little faster in what, what they are, but, you know, I'm not going to get all bent out of shape over it because I can't, you know, I can't control that. 
And I guess that's another way we can look at things too, is what we can control and what we can't. Maybe it works. Maybe it'll work for a lot of people. Maybe it won't work for some and not for others. But whatever we need to do to take care of ourselves and our mental health, you know, everybody, you know, everybody has a breaking point and, um, Like I say, if you are having troubles, you know, talk to your doctor. And seek that help if you need it. And that's really important. Now, That's that. So we have big life out here. Thank you for joining me. And we have pink squirrel. I haven't heard from her for a while. So now if you like, you want to take a moment to call in. You're more than welcome to and call in and say hello. Call and say goodbye. You can call in. Because what I just mentioned tonight, I mean, that's, you know, pretty much it for this episode. But, uh, you know, we still got a few minutes out here to talk about whatever. Have you been well? <clears throat> Excuse me. I hope everything is all right. And like I've said to on my shows, I mean, it's going to take all of us. It's going to take everybody on this planet to pull through this. Unfortunately, we have that riffraff out there that just, you know, got to go out there and protest and not wear your mask and not social distance. You have to go into uh, grocery stores with your mask off just to make a scene. I don't know, maybe just to get yourself on social media, post yourself on social media. You know, you're not doing anybody any favors. You're not doing yourself any favors. It isn't going to make the government or the healthcare professionals change their minds. Maybe it makes you feel good. I don't know. Maybe you feel better about things when you do that. I have no idea. But I know that what I do can make a difference. And that's wearing my mask, 
social distancing, not gathering in large groups, sanitizing my hands. and try to take care of myself the best that I can. Then I feel good about myself. That I just might be making a difference. I hope I am making a difference. And if you get a hundred people doing that, thousands of people doing that, millions of people doing that. And then hopefully we can get out of this sooner than later. I mean, I expect the pandemic to still be here in the summertime. The fall time, going into winter time. But if we can get those case numbers down and keep them down and get vaccinated, hopefully it'll be sooner than later. It's frustrating, it really is. You know, everybody wants to get out and have a good time. Everybody wants to go out and party. I'm fortunate there's there's folks out there that are doing just that. And because of that, here in the city of London, we have had a large community outbreak. And I always hated to say it, but the reality is, is that it's coming from the Western Ontario University students, the majority of the outbreaks on campus and off campus. I know it's been a long, hard winter, and they said it was going to be too. And they weren't wrong. And as the nicer weather starts to come around, I mean, the first weekend of spring was great. And of course, that's got a lot of people out. But it got a lot of people out doing the wrong things. Also. And then the big blow up of the community spread of COVID-19 here in the city of London. And that's why we moved from, you know, from the orange control, meaning we could have a hundred people in a bar or a restaurant, even though the bars and restaurants hold three, 400 people. At least it was a hundred people.
Now it gets scaled back to half of that. And after tomorrow, it's going to be scaled back even more. We'll wait to see what that is going to be about when that announcement is made tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. So I'll leave you with that and more to come of what is going to happen here in Ontario, Canada and what the Premier has to say tomorrow and well brace yourself Ontario because he said he was going to do it and here it comes so I am going to go tonight and this this show Thank you for coming out. It was nice to have you out here again, uh, Pink Squirrel. Uh, Big Life, thank you for joining me. And um, I will be back out tomorrow night and uh, see what else I can come up with. Until then, enjoy your evening. Enjoy tomorrow. It's April Fool's Day. You know, maybe go out and have some fun with that with your friends. Try to fool them with something. I don't know. You know, just try to just get things off your mind and stuff like that. Um, Use April Fool's Day to uh, pull jokes and pranks on people that you know. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a good evening, everybody. Take care. Be safe. Thank you. And good night.